0: Dan, I'm going to do this for you again. I have three words that I want to say to you. Oh boy, and what are those? They are, Happy New Year. <laughs> that is two. <laughs> two words. <laughs> know, I've, <clears throat> never been, I've never been good at counting, but uh, Happy New Year, Dan. What the Well, heck? Happy
1: New Year to you as well.
0: It's not technically Happy New Year, so this episode is coming out the Wednesday before New Year's Day, which is on Monday, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we just thought we would have a Happy New Year episode uh, on a Wednesday. What the heck?
1: Yeah, it's the last episode of 2023.
0: Yeah, 2023. Boy, this year. So that reminds me of a... um, famous lyric from a pink Floyd song every year is getting shorter, barely seem to find the time. Oh, and uh, maybe there's a lot of truth to that. Doesn't it seem that as an adult, the years go by faster than when you were a child.
1: It does. But I think it's because you pay more attention to things. So you're like, you're constantly, you know, you're focused on time and how much time it takes and what time you can do you know it's just i think you just pay more attention to it
0: as an adult i think it's the other way around (laughs) i think as a child everything's like new and different and you're experiencing things like and then as an adult is you're just in cruise control (laughs) you're on this mindless and blind treadmill to nowhere
1: (laughs) (laughs) what an encouraging picture to paint going into the new year
0: (laughs) well that was before i became a firewood delivery service oh now yeah now everything is everything is new and exciting for me
1: sunshine and rainbows
0: yeah i gotta say i had lunch with my cousin who i hadn't seen in a while and he was asking about, you know, he's just kind of fascinated about everything that's happened to me and the way that it has. And I got to tell you, it's, it's opened up my senses. I've been noticing things in the world that I used to not, because, you know, I was on this cruise control, that treadmill. I would get up in the morning, drive to work, get yelled at, and drive home. <laughs> and I would, do, <laughs> I would do that five days a week. And now that I'm self-employed and I make firewood and I am pumping my fist because this is a great lifestyle, I notice things in this world that I haven't, that have gone so long without noticing, like birds flying in the sky and, and tree leaves changing color in the fall and stop signs and everything like that. <laughs>
1: It's, it's very, it's, it's good that you're starting to finally notice those stop signs. <laughs> That's, that is, that is key. That is key to continuing on having more uh, happy days ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you are, but I always regard like stop signs and the, you know, the yellow lines and the white lines as suggestions. I don't, <laughs> I don't look at them as uh, rigid, uh, r- rigid things that one must follow. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't, I don't do much driving, so I, I, when I get out there, I, I try to pay as much attention as I can. But but I hear what you're saying about the time going by. You do start to notice things, and I, I think it's just because you... I think it's more like you're having more of an appreciation for what you've accomplished and what you're doing and where you're going.
0: Yeah, well, you know, uh, this isn't about me, uh, Dan. The Woodhound Podcast, it's 50-50. And I look at you, and I'm impressed. You've accomplished a lot in 2023. You have a lot to be proud of. And I had always said to you, and this was even before when we kind of, like, knew each other better, um, when we had first started uh, talking, I had said that I had always looked at you as a person in a unique position with your, and here's this word, (laughs) <laughs> get ready <And laughs> i know your, what's coming. <laughs> your your niche your oh. niche yeah you are in a unique position and uh, i think that you i mean you wear it like a badge you're you take responsibility for it and you're kind of like a not a gatekeeper you know but you're like the central you're like the library of a community
1: well yeah thank you i appreciate that it's it's been a 2023 has been a pretty wild ride and a pretty, uh, yeah, substantial, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I I have a tough time, like, bragging. I don't know if it comes across as bragging or not, but just, you know, going over the things that I've kind of accomplished and what I've set out to do. And I don't talk a lot about stuff like that on my channel, like what my goals are. And
0: I agree. But one of the
1: things, you know, and this is like one thing I give, advice to people who ask me about youtube it's there's like two questions what do you want to do with youtube and what do you want youtube to do for you so for me i wanted to do with youtube is i just wanted to increase like what i consider my brand like back 40 firewood i do not want to increase my brand increase my impact on social media and i wanted youtube to just make it fun for me to do that
0: uh-huh Yeah, your channel um, had rapid growth this year. If I recall, I was pretty far ahead of you in subscriber count, which we all recognize is not the reliable metric for, um, you know, a YouTube channel's value. It's, It's the total number of views is what's the important thing. But at the beginning of the year, I was ahead of you. And then you started making a concerted effort, and it wasn't just, you know, just throwing up videos. You made a calculated approach with um, YouTube, Facebook, your website, your live streams, and good heavens, you're just, you've passed me up and you just continue to grow. And, And it's not just YouTube, but Facebook. You get some serious views on Facebook. Good heavens
1: yeah it's it's well and it's just again it's just part of that that strategy of taking social media and looking at it as what do i want to do with it and what do i want it to do for me yeah. and then you know there there's a lot of little things that i think people overlook when they try to do the same thing but it's you know when you're going from one platform to another you've got to reformat you got to re-edit you got to You got to put in the time and the effort you got to put in some work you can't just want it to do something for you without putting something in
0: yeah and you were the one that pushed me to get into facebook and um i you know i have different (laughs) i have a different lifestyle than you and that is not taking anything away from you because you have a full-time job where you gotta do work for your full-time employer and then (laughs) you do your social media in, in your off time, you know, and, uh, where I, I'm still chasing my tail with firewood and I have still just stuck to my routine with how I make and produce videos are a little bit more simplistic than what you've been putting out. Your thumbnails are excellent. Your content is fun and like your, your live stream and stuff. Um, you know, I, that's like the, uh, That's like the end of the week where everyone can uh, come around and sit by the fire and shoot the breeze.
1: Yeah. Unwind, get together and unwind.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I am going to defend you right now because you catch, you catch a lot of grief from a lot of people out there. And I'm just, you know, let's just be honest here about, I'm talking about the yoga pants kind of a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But here's the thing uh, about this. So Uh, I was a baseball player until I was 31 years old. I was a pitcher, and I was a left-handed pitcher. And um, when I was growing up, there weren't private teachers, instructors on how to pitch. I learned how to pitch by watching other guys on TV. And my favorite pitcher was Burt Blylevin, uh, even though I was left-handed. But Burt Blylevin was known as one of the greatest curveballs in all of pitching. And I monitored everything, I copied everything he did. My windup looked exactly like his, and it was just weird. I had that enormous curveball that he had, and everyone thought of Joe as a curveball pitcher. But what I knew was that is not how I got batters out. It was my fastball. I used my curve as a weapon to set up my fastball. That's how I got mm. people out, and people got hung up on the curveball and didn't notice what was my moneymaker. And that I think is a uh an analogy to your channel. People get hung up on the yoga pants and that really isn't a big contributor to your channel, Dan. It's you and it is your personality and it is the uh the firewood, you know, that is always the central point of your videos.
1: Yeah, and and the other thing people also get hung up on is the fact that I'm technically not a firewood producer i am a hobbyist so so they look at me and they say well you're not even making that much firewood why you know this doesn't make sense why are you you know why do you have this equipment why do you do that and then of course yes i use my wife for views but if you think about a strategy from an entertainment point of view and you look at your demographics as 50% over the age of 40 male. What do they want to see every now and then? <laughs> <laughs> Something besides just me. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's the same thing that happened with like pro wrestling in the eighties and nineties, you know, um, and it happened with like, when I was involved with it, promoters would bring in, you know, the, the ladies match and everybody would to get mad because why are these, la- these, the ladies have no business in wrestling. But it's what people want to see. It's like sometimes you have to give the people what they want. And that's all part of a strategy. (laughs) Entertainment (laughs) strategy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that any criticism of you uh, being a hobbyist is uh, invalid and it is irrelevant. Uh, You are a personality. Your niche is firewood. And you get views, you are entertaining, you're engaging. And, um, you know, when I look back on 2023, that's what I see. I see that you have embraced your role and you've gone with it and you're not pretending to be something that you're not, you know, you're not pretending to be some big producer and stuff. And you have no insecurity about it when someone, you know, says, oh, you, you just do this on the side. (laughs) You're like, well, yes, I do. So deal with it. What's the big deal? Exactly, and yeah.
1: you know, you know the famous line that I always hear is "work smarter, not harder." Right? Yeah. Every time I, I'm doing something, you'll always hear people say, "And with everything, everyone's always focused on working harder, working smarter, not harder." Yeah. But then, if you flip it around and you ask, "Okay, so if I go out in my wood yard and I spend an hour making content and only produce less than a third of a cord of firewood," but the content pays me more than what the firewood would have. Did I not work smarter instead of harder? (laughs) Right. So (laughs) instead of going out and making three cords of firewood in one day, like that's the hard work. But if I am looking at myself as a content creator, I am actually working smarter and not harder. It's just that I'm not producing volumes of firewood.
0: Yeah. Now I am totally on board with you uh, with that. And, you know, you've expanded that, and, you know, we can't forget about the Woodhounds podcast, which is, oh, by the way, the largest firewood podcast in the world. Yeah. And uh, that's been nice. I think 2023 has been very good to you. Very good.
1: Well, and and and, that's And I wish
0: you better even in 24.
1: Well, again, thank you for that. I greatly appreciate the, uh, I guess, you know, just like you recognizing that and and saying that. And, but this, you know, like you mentioned, this podcast is, is about two guys and you, Joe, your 2023 had a lot of monumental achievements, not, you know, both in your business and YouTube. I mean, you started off the year moving your whole operation
0: (laughs) (laughs) to a new location. I mean, that was a pretty big deal. You just made me break into a sweat. I felt all that stress come back on me again. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Yeah, my firewood business, Ohio Wood Burner, and my YouTube channel, Ohio Wood Burner, I I would argue are both on the same trajectory. They're both growing at the same pace, uh, slow and steady. And uh, the big move this winter, you know, the negotiations started almost like right around the the new year uh, for that property, which is awesome, by the way. And then uh, I just knew about the weather and being able to get a crew down here and getting a machine to bring my 5,000 pound processor through (laughs) mud uh, to get it out to the new location was going to take a little bit later into the spring. So May 1st, you know, I opened for business at the new location and it was the Saturday before was our open house Dan there was there was I think our, we counted 300 plus that came uh the guy running the food truck <laughs> he thought there was 4 thousand because he he <laughs> was, was overrun. it <laughs>
1: yeah. was always a line at the food truck I tried three times to go over and get lunch and I would just every time I'm like well I'm gonna come back
0: gonna uh-huh. lines down <laughs> yeah we had people here from Maine. Connecticut, North and South Carolina, Virginia, Delaware, um, Canada, Minnesota. There was Arkansas, Tennessee. We had people from all over that came all the way out here to Little Cortland, Ohio, to spend the afternoon with with Ohio Woodburner. That was really cool. Yeah,
1: it it was a fun a fun time. It was great seeing. Well, we had heard about you know your location and we seen seen it a little bit in some teaser videos, but then finally being there and. Yeah, seeing it in person, it was very impressive.
0: I I still, when I go over there, I still can't believe it's mine. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I can't believe this has all been uh, accomplished here in such a short amount of time. And I can't take credit for everything. You know, there's a, a lot of people that helped. And all of the woodhounds that came out, too, that ran their saws and moved wood around to help prime the pump for oh, me at my new yes. location. Yeah, that was really nice. But that was, uh, when I think of 2023, that was probably my biggest thing. I think for the YouTube side, though, um, my, uh, I think my standing in the woodhound community, uh, or my standing in the woodhound industry, the, the firewood industry, I'm starting to get contacts from like some major major players you know uh like winding up this season in colorado because of the v-pack packaging system yes um and then being invited out to maine to bangor maine with fox forestry that was a big deal
1: yeah you had some interesting and fun travels
0: as well yeah i did and i expect there to be some more coming up in 2024 um a lot of these uh, I'm getting requests, you know, to, to go to places and and to tour some places, um, but sometimes I just can't because of, you know, I got daughters in college and I got a, a schedule of stuff I got to take care of here at home as well. But um, that's one thing I enjoy doing is the the industry and looking at innovation and new things and new exciting ways of doing stuff. Uh, that's the stuff that really gets me up in the morning and makes me want to be even better at what I do and whatever I can do on YouTube, I hope can spill over into my own, you know, firewood uh, my own firewood service.
1: Yeah. I, I enjoy I enjoy doing it as well, but I also enjoy seeing you do it because I think you bring that, <laughs> that, that little twist of like, we never quite sure, and and the funny, the one thing I, I really enjoy seeing is that I know like you, when you visit like people, you'll have, you like set them up to be like, all right, now say this line yeah like, and you can deliver your other line, but you might not tell them what your line is. So then it's, it's always fun to see that stuff, like, like the little comedy, you know, thrown into it.
0: Yeah. You know, when I think back upon my professional career, I think I've said this before, I always wanted to do a good job i think i did a pretty good job i wasn't their best employee but you know i wasn't the worst either but i had always felt like no matter where i was i never fit in i always felt like i was the round peg and the place i worked at was a square hole just didn't fit in and i have this uh i i like to crack jokes i find humor in things and some people interpret that as being I'm not serious, you know. But yep. I mean, if you look at what I'm doing, I'm <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not fooling around with Ohio Woodburner. I'm full I'm pedaled to the metal <laughs> here, but I'm going to enjoy myself while I'm doing it. And that's what I think Ohio Woodburner and YouTube has allowed me to do that, because I had been um One of the biggest influences in my life was I watched Airplane the motion picture like twenty times in a row when I was at Buck Night down the road here (laughs) when I first got my driver's license. I would go in there all by myself and just watch the movie again. And that style of humor and satire and and, um, you know just intellectual humor kind of stuff. um, I just uh, had always been attracted to that, and it spills into my videos. I'll leave Easter eggs in my videos that. there's like the one, uh, I, I had a an obscure quote of a song that I just put into one of my videos and there was a guy from England who caught it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a quote from a Beatles song and he caught it and uh, and commented on it. No one else had made any comment about it.
1: <laughs> that's, that's always the fun thing to do. I, I'll do the same thing with like visuals sometimes. I'll have certain things placed somewhere and I try to frame them in. And then there's always like one or two people that will notice it. And and just that one person noticing it is like enough. Like that's something. Like, yes, somebody noticed it. Somebody appreciated that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the the I get a kick out of, you know, I have always said about satire is there's two problems with satire. One is some people don't get it. And the second problem is some people don't want to get it. You know, right. Yeah. And like I use my one, <laughs> my employee of the month, uh award you know and i'm dead serious about this in my videos and stuff and some people just get very upset about that they don't they think i'm you know they're like well what the heck you're you're work there all by yourself you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think it's hilarious you know i'm gonna have i'm gonna start coming up with new things like the uh, the suggestion box and the christmas party <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that would be that would be yeah. The Ohio uh, Woodburner Christmas Party. Yeah, and it's just me. It. <laughs> it's just you walking around the woodyard. <laughs>
0: yeah, I win the company raffle. And, uh...
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, so looking back on 2023, yes. I know going in you were a little hesitant about the whole move and all the, you know, your schedule, scary, your yeah. traveling and everything. Yeah, it was scary. Looking back now, Any anything you'd want to do different?
0: So I... I don't know. I guess there could be some regrets in there, but, um, uh, you know, when you're a sole proprietor and that's what I accepted that I, I am just myself and, uh, I don't beat myself up over, over a lack of productivity. Although I think I do pretty good.
1: Yeah. And, and the yeah. one, the one common theme around every wood yard is you you know, there's never enough. You never have enough firewood. You could always have done more.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, How about you? I I know what it would be, building your own carport.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, yes and no. Because the problem is is that if I wouldn't have done that, I would still have in my mind that I could do it. So I would probably try to do something else. And I, you know, that, so that was a learning experience. So like, all right, next time you want something built, get someone that knows how to build it or uh-huh. have like a whole bunch of people come over and have like, you know, have them help you do it. So you have more yeah. experience and more knowledge at, at the at the ready instead of just mine.
0: <laughs> yeah. So looking back on 2023, what did you feel about the Paul Bunyan show and it's it, the way it was this year and then the way you see it going forward?
1: Oh. Well, do you want my honest
0: thoughts? Yeah. I just what, what
1: what what I think you want me to
0: say? <laughs> yeah, I'll let it out, man. I think well, we're all adults. So It's
1: uh it, it it was obviously this year was I felt like the biggest of the 3 years I've been there. Uh-huh. But on the same side, like I don't know what's left for me if I go yeah. there again. There like I just feel like I've seen everything. It's kind of gotten to a point now where, you know, you like, you have to come to a point in your life where you say, all right, is there anything that I'm going to, what am I going to get out of this? Like, is there any value of me going there? Yeah. And there is, but then again, does that outweigh, you know, the cost and the time and the, I don't know. It's great. I love it. I love going there. I love meeting the people and seeing everyone, but maybe there's opportunities for that elsewhere throughout the year.
0: Yeah. Well, I think for me looking at you though, the, the value is what you bring to others. Cause there's people out there that want to see you and meet you and and hang out with you. You know, like, I mean, I saw it at your live stream. What the heck? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You know? And that's, that's where, again, I, I, you know, I just have this one side of me that's like, all right, you know, when as a kid, when you go to the, the fair, the County fair, at some point you've been on every ride, <laughs> you've been you've 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 experienced everything that's there and then the next year like all right well i don't know but yeah, yeah i agree i and that's the one thing why i will continue and i'm planning on going in 2024 is uh-huh. to you know meet with people have the live stream there go about the grounds but i'm not really sure that there will be anything at the paul bunyan show that i need to go
0: see as, yeah. as equipment all right so looking back upon 2023, what is the biggest development in the firewood industry? Would you say either as in a trend or a machine or on YouTube or what?
1: Oh man. <laughs> maybe the,
0: the, maybe the growth of YouTube channels.
1: Yeah. I would say the increasing uh number of, yeah, channels and just opportunities to see how things are done differently in different regions by different people. Um, uh, I think seeing that bags definitely are better than bundles and wraps. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that was one big thing to come out of the year.
0: Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, so I'm highly biased here, but uh, I... Will stand behind what i'm about to stay uh what i'm about to say here i think the biggest development for 2023 was the was the the yapa 405 establishing itself as just an amazing firewood processor if not the best processor in the world what a machine
1: yeah i would have to uh agree after seeing that thing yeah very impressive
0: it just doesn't <laughs> stop it, i it, i've never once had a jam it just continues to crank out perfect firewood it's reliable it's robust it's a tank what a great machine
1: <laughs> tank
0: the red yeah. tank <laughs> the big red <laughs> machine well i just see the way you know firewood is going i think smaller splits and then after um, my trip to colorado i'm thinking about shorter and you know i mean that, that that plays a big role and not just the logistics of shipping and stuff because you can fit more on a pallet but you know i think it makes the stick dry out faster and that's this i think that's the key to the future of firewood in the united states is seasoned firewood and i see some of these newer stoves are really tight you know and a 16 inch stick barely fits in them and maybe shorter firewood's the way to go but then controlling your splits um mass production without having to resplit i'm just saying the yappa 405 this was the year of the yappa i think good heavens. yeah but then you then you'll have you know the hundred
1: comments of you're making kindling or toothpicks oh, gosh or yeah. splinters or why do you split <laughs> so small and why do you do this and why do you do that
0: <laughs> yeah i do yeah i'm over at <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think um the other big development in the firewood industry was bob nelson um going on board with um wolf ridge i think that's a big deal yeah big shake up
1: <laughs> yeah i think that's a big deal
0: well i think you know i what's bob's skill is importing and exporting um because he did that you know mostly at at metza machines and um maybe that's talking about the future here for wolf ridge yeah you know yeah um but i i do think that you know Metsa machines is still in a good position because uh they've acquired some good talent and they have a very strong bench on that in that organization so i think good things wait for that
1: and i i guess i just want to quick back up to the whole paul bunyan comment you know like i said yeah. <laughs> the one and that's why maybe i'm i don't want to foreshadow something that may or may not happen but the whole like meeting the people and getting together and having us share the camaraderie, like that to me is what Paul Bunyan has become. Yeah. And so when I say something like, I don't know what's in it for me, I'm talking about like seeing equipment or, you know, seeing like going there to see just the equipment. That's, I just yeah. want to clarify. Well,
0: that. yeah. Well, I think that's obvious because like I get, you know, invited to come down and spend the day at, you know, a particular machine right? and stand there because I'm associated with that, where you are kind of, you have a different role. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you had a Wolf Ridge, you've had a Easton Maid, you've had a Yappa, you know, you're you really, you're an influencer, you show stuff. So you're really not tied to one uh, like the way I am because I'm all in with Yappa. That's my livelihood.
1: Oh, In I, fact, I... I wouldn't
0: even say that I'm a, an influencer with it because, you know, I, I bought it Number one, I mean, I show it and, you know, Yap has been very good to me, but uh, I'm dependent on that thing.
1: Right. And that, that might've been one thing I overlooked about 2023 was when I switched teams from <laughs> Wolf Ridge to orange and blue Easton made, that was kind of uh-huh. a shake up that I caught a little heat for as well. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're such a controversial person. Dan. I know. And, and uh-huh. it,
1: it was funny because it's, I got messages and emails and and people were there were some people that and they're still like I still see comments out there on other people's channels that reference me that they don't know that I'm probably seeing them but I do so I'm I'm kind of like Santa. I've been making a list of people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're talking about like a person will make a comment, a negative comment about you in someone else's video.
1: Yeah, on someone else's channel and those, you know, and it's always it's like those people are, that are leaving the comments, you know, used to leave me positive comments until I made the change to, you know, something like it's, it's just funny. It's,
0: <laughs> I've always thought that you, you and me are a lot alike, but the one way that we are not is you get easily, not easily, but you get fired up over uh, drama like that. And I just. <laughs> I just laugh at it and just move on with my day because I know that you've gone to the you've gone the war a couple times in 2023 with some uh incidences oh, yeah. and yep. comments. You made one <laughs> video where you took out your angst on all those rounds and your your two log oxes and uh, it was complaining it was... about a particular comment that got left well, on a number of people's channels. A situation,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a situation that. And and again, that's kind of where, I don't know, it, it bothered me because it was spread out amongst all, you know, yeah. all these other channels and like the whole notion and the claim that was made was ridiculous. It was. And yeah, I just was like, all right, I've never done a rant <laughs> video. I'm doing one. Let's see how it
0: goes. <laughs> it was the, the main topic would have been blaming others for your own problems. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and I've seen (laughs) that with other channels as well out there, like because of me and because of what I do in my videos, their channel is not succeeding. You know, it's like, come on.
0: Yeah. I don't accept that. I I don't care what it is. (laughs) I don't accept that. And that's like where I don't see how anyone could possibly get upset by all these other new channels that are starting. And some of the, you know, the smaller channels that are growing, I think it's good. There's no competition here. It's not like, it's not like a football game where you got to have a clearly identified winner and a loser. Uh, That's not the way it works. It's building the niche. (laughs) It's building the community and the more the merrier, I say.
1: Yeah. YouTube and social media is a journey, not a competition. You're on it, you know, you're, you're, you're on your own path, you're on your own journey and competition doesn't exist. It's only, you're competing with yourself, if anyone. Yeah. And I think there's some
0: people out there that, that, that look at that way, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, I think it's against, it's within your best interest to have someone else in your niche, um, to be out there pushing videos and getting big views. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Because the, the main, and this is, I guess, one of the big things that like people don't realize with something like YouTube is that if someone watches your video, you know, YouTube will recommend others. And so when p- you people watch others' videos, your video might be recommended. So it's a way yeah. of, you know, the more that we are, the stronger we are together.
0: Totally like, agree. Yeah. The more, the merrier. I think we need right. a big tent yeah we need a big tent we need a big tent at the paul bunyan show next year in case it rains we
1: need a big tent at any event i plan because everyone i've done it's rained
0: yeah. <laughs> so
1: yes big <laughs> tents are needed yeah 2024 the year of
0: the big tent <laughs> <laughs> the year of the big rain <laughs> yeah all right well dan um i think uh I don't know what else could we do for a end of the year podcast, but to talk about the year in review,
1: a little year in review. I like it. And if yeah. you're out there listening and you've been following the Woodhounds podcast for however long you've been following it, uh, maybe uh, send us an email at thewoodhounds at gmail.com and tell us your favorite highlight or moment from 2023. And then maybe, you know, to start the new year off, we'll do one more reflection back and like go through those comments.
0: Yeah, or we can even maybe predict what we think is going to happen in 2024.
1: Oh, yeah, a little. Pre- Ooh, I like that. Or maybe go over like, you know, the resolutions that we might make on New Year's Eve.
0: Yeah, I'm very good at predicting things, except um, stuff that might happen in the future. Yeah, I struggle <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, little, oh. little satire there for you. Yes. All right. All right, well, Dan, it was, um, it was a pleasure uh, working with you in 2023, and I look forward to another year in, in 2024 when we will reach our 100th episode, which oh, is a big boy. deal for the
1: podcast. <laughs> and yeah. not only that, it's like kind of – the things are kind of aligning crazy is that we may reach the 100th episode right around the same time as the 100,000th download.
0: Yeah, that's 000. a big deal in podcasting. Yeah. 100,000 downloads, 100,000 yeah. downloads is huge. Huge. Right. Yeah, and you know, we put our episodes on uh, YouTube, but you know, that's kind of just like a repository. I mean, we're out in the podcast universe. We're on all the major streaming services. We have our own website. Uh there's multiple ways to uh get your podcasts, and um we are very grateful for listening to us and downloading and uh, making us feel like we're part of your day.
1: Yes, indeed. And Joe, yes. Thank you for 2023. It's uh, your motto of, if we're going to do this, we're going to have fun doing it has shown through, I think in every episode, <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's just, it's been a blast and awesome. Really appreciate the friendship and you know, what you bring to the firewood woodhound community well thank you
0: and the same to you so how about let's uh strike up the band and let's get ready to ring in 2024 yes all right so we want to thank everyone for tuning in and helping make the woodhounds podcast the number one firewood podcast in the world
1: and you can find us on all major podcasting platforms or at our website thewoodhounds.com
0: And we want to tell everyone out there to be safe, have a happy new year,
1: and have a great day.